This is a very sad way to start the show. Mic check, mic check. One, two, three, four. Let's go. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wolf Bad Podcast, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly topics that happens on a weekly basis in the entertainment industry. I'm your host, Wolfson. Without further ado, let's get down with the shit stands. Now, I wish this episode starts with a very nice introduction to some, some of the topics that we're going to talk about, but unfortunately, no. This episode starts with a very, very sad note that needs to be addressed. And I'm pretty sure at this point, everybody knows what went down. And I'm just here for those who hasn't caught up or know all the facts of what's happening and this and that. I'm talking about the incident that happened last weekend with Beyond Wonderland. Unfortunately, there was an incident in which there was a mass shooting in which one individual, I believe he was arrested and detained. We're going to take a deep dive on looking at that to make sure we got all our facts right as of right now. Um, did a, I, For no reason, he, I don't know how he managed to get the gun inside the festival, but he did a few shootings, injuring, and did shoot and got eight people. He killed four and injured three or two. Again, I got all the facts. We're going to go buy it. But before we do, I will. I don't really do practice that much my religion, even though I, I preach about it. Sometimes I don't. Um, like I always want to keep it private. But in this instance, I wish to take a moment of silence for our thoughts and prayers for the victims of this incident tragedy that happened. So we're just gonna take a little moment of silence for the podcast. Thank you, guys. Um. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, I wish I could give you guys like better, like a better incident or better news to it. But, you know, it's sad. Like some of these victims uh, lost their lives. I've known that a couple that were engaged lost their lives, which is that hit home because I'm engaged to my to my fiance. She's like the most wonderful person that I've ever met in my entire life. And the thought I mean, losing her or myself, me, uh, she losing me. It, it's your mind goes all around the place, you know, and it's just it's sad. It's sad. They're they just they're engaged and they lost their lives because some fuckhead decided to go on a rampage. And some victims, you know, they started GoFundMe's. So, guys, you should check, check, a, take a look and, you know, support them a little bit. If whatever you can, a dollar makes a difference. It could be a dollar. It could be five. It could be ten. Be a hundred. It could be a thousand. It doesn't matter. A one dollar makes a difference. I don't care what anybody says. A dollar makes the difference. So we're just gonna take this over. Um, we're we guys guys we got a few more topics that we want to talk about. That uh, there. This is the ugly topic, but there's some other topics that are bad and then good. That you know that's how we're gonna want to finish it off. I want to get over, so I'm just gonna basically gleaned over for most of it. So if we took a look at the Twitter thread, oh, I'll, the likes and dislikes of Twitter is that I like Twitter. It's used because I get all my, <laughs> even though it shouldn't be like that, but I get all my sources from Twitter, like all the, at least at least all the news 
feed sources is like, oh, I could see it from Twitter and then I could just have it on a thread and talk about it or, you know, ramp it and bookmark it. Even though that shouldn't be like my main source, it should be other source. But nevertheless, I found it on Twitter. So we're going to take a look at it. We're going to take a clean at it. You see it right here in a small little screen that I got. So I, this is directly from EDM Maniacs. Shout out to them for keep us on the loop. Obviously, other EDM blots like Dancing Astronaut, EDM.com, and other blots and social media influencers that were on the update. So shout out to all of you guys. Not just not just EDM Mania. It's just everybody who was keep us interesting. So I'm going to read it verbatim for how they how they put it and then we'll have our comments about it and then we'll see if there's anything that we missed out or whatnot. So how it went down, uh, EDM Maniac tells like everything we know so far about the shooting incident last night at the Beyond Wonder 9 Gorge Campgrounds Fred, what we know about the Gorge shooting. So uh, June 17, 8.23 p.m. Pacific time, shooting occurred at the Gorge Amphitheater comp uh, Campgrounds near the town of George Washington, where in some is Beyond Wonder Now was being held this weekend. So I, I I knew Beyond Wonder Now was in the West Side Coast. I didn't know where. Good to know it was like in, right there up in the Washington State. So this is at the time of George Washington. Okay, I know that was a little bit under the nose, but wow, I they, there there's literally a town called George, and it's under the state of Washington. So it's like punishment from our first president. What? Little little humor, sorry, it was a bad one. That jokes. I'm I'm getting there. Anyway, so it occurred. So it occurred at um 8:23 p.m. Pacific time when the shooting happened. The campgrounds are located just 0.5 miles, 50 minute walk from the event venue itself. Okay, little contents. Okay, so if I'm if I'm getting this right, that means it didn't really happen within the festival grounds. It only happened in the campgrounds. I mean, sure, you can say that it's within the festival grounds, but campsite is one thing. The festival is another thing. Like, for you to get into the camp is one way to do it. I mean, you have to pay a fee of parking and whatnot, sure. But once you get to the festival, there's another entrance. There's another security entrance that you had to go through. So it's like, all right, now it makes kind of sense a little bit. It didn't. I thought. I thought. I thought it really happened inside the festival. Like he came in with a gun inside the festival and started shooting out people like crazy. I thought that was the case. According to Idiom Maniac, they say like no, it's actually outside of the festival, but within the grounds. So it's in the camp where everybody's stationed camp. Well, that's that's even scarier because that means. Who the fuck wants to go on camping grounds now? Now that the fact that anybody can just sneak him a gun and, and just going off out of nothing, just like that. Um, but let's move on. Let's continue on. So it invent itself. So you see the little map. It's like all right, it kind of makes sense now. So the shooting happened at eight twenty three p.m. Pacific time, and at ten o four p.m. Pacific time, Beyond Wonderland PNN. W Twitter account released the following statements. Please avoid the Gorge Gate H campgrounds area as it is close to do an, due to an incident that has been handed by the local authorities. There is no current danger to the festival goers or the campgrounds. The festival continue through the remainder of the of one night. Ooh. That's mm. I mean, that's good to hear that it it, it, it was handled swiftly. 
I get I guess it was handled swiftly. Maybe. I don't know. I've heard a lot of conflicted stories about it. We're gonna take a look at some of the other threats that we got so far. Um, but the festival continue on throughout the rest of the night without any further incidents. If I were the chief, I would have told the festival, like, yo, shut the fuck down. Shut the night down because mm, maybe they were trying to control uh, the 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 crowd to make sure nobody goes on a frenzy and a panic and whatnot. Maybe. But this is this sounds like, you know, again, like uh the Travis Scott incident, which it went to disaster and people should have just like shut down the festival if it was gonna go nuts like that. Especially if there's a gun involved in this. Travis Scott's incident, it was there was no gun involved. It was just people sh- uh, stomping at each other and being crazy and wild. That was crazy as it is. So imagine in this case, they they had to ch- uh, shut it down, but I don't think they shut it down until later on. These guys, they just kept it going. I don't know, guys. I would have shut that shit down right away. I don't give a fuck. Um, by 11.30 p.m. Pacific time, the press conference was held by local authority, which provided the following information. Shooting happened at 8.23 p.m. local time. Shooter shot randomly. Okay, so, so far, whoever the shooter itself just did it randomly. Probably he was high and just did it because we there's so there hasn't been any targets or whatnot all right still that's not that's not a good thing uh confirmed two dead and three injured including the shooter so the shooter got shot oh, okay no age ranges known for victims authorities do not know what kind of weapon were used authorities do not have motives at this time this is at 11 30 this is where whatever they gather they say that two were dead three were injured including the shooter Fuck that guy. Um, on June 18, 521 a.m. Pacific time. So in the morning, Beyond Wonderland canceled day two of the event with the following message. Due to the incident that took place over the, in the overflow camping area last night, we regret to inform you that day two of the Beyond Wonderland act at the gorge has been canceled. We would like to express our sincere appreciation to the local authorities staff who acted quickly to manage the situation. Our heartfelt thoughts and condolences go to our uh, family, friends, and all those affected by this tragedy. Well, that's actually good. Like, it's a good thing that they canceled day two because they didn't they didn't want to like go go beyond nuts, and they just want to make sure that we get all the facts and all the evidence and and attend all the wounds and and you know double the security. You know, if they're gonna reopen, which I believe they did at eleven a.m. Um, Grand County Sheriff releases following say if you're unable to get into contact with someone who was attending Beyond Wonder Face, call the number. Information will be collected and passed to the deputies at the guards. EDM Mania will continue to provide updates of information as provided. Uh, maybe see this happened on June 18. I know there was more, so let's just go to their page because this was in the thread. Jeez, man. So, all right. So here we go. Um, yes, this was definitely the thread that I was looking into. This was the thread I was okay. So here it is. So following the tragic shooting that occurred this past weekend at the Gorge of the Beyond Wonderland, Electric Forest will be implementing increased security measures in a post on social media. The Michigan Camby Festival addressed uh, the concerns about how they respond to the shooting of the Gorge, regards taking place on the weekend of June 22 and 25th. So the Electric Forest, Jesus. So they're actually going for for this weekend for the Electric Forest. Okay. 
They announced the festival would deploy canine units. Basically, see something, say something. Uh, I'm bringing all about all these comments on the frets. Uh, I mean, they're going to have canine units. I don't know, guys. Like, do another festival. It's, mm. I know money is valuable, but Jesus, how much you value your money over, your, over, over people's families, you know? This, the victims of the Gorge Amphitheater Camping shooting has been identified on Tuesday. The Grand uh, County's coroner office autopsy, Jocelyn Ruiz, 26, and her fiance, Brandy Escamilla, 29, and determined they have been shot. So those are the two dead victims. I condolences to their families. Rest in peace. That's that's sad. That's very sad to hear. Um, I'm still looking here. I'm still scrolling. Couple have been camping on Saturday music event at the Gorge Amphitheater, and in a GoFundMe, they gather Reese's bureau and shipping her belongings from Seattle to California. Her sister-in-law called the pair incredible. GoFundMe organizer said Josie came into this world in July 1996, hence why she received the middle name Summer, Ray of Sunshine. As soon as we, as soon as you saw her, she will brought up the day. As a trained nurse, Ruiz followed her love of helping people. You can donate to the GoFundMe. You can check that out on EDM Mania, guys. Go, go ahead. Um, for Jocelyn and for Brandy, they're that is so sad. Jesus. Christ. Let's see. Let's see if we can find anything else. I'm under my bookmarks. Uh, no, uh, that's the victim. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeesh. I need to literally dedicate an entire episode. I'm just, I'm just, um, I'm just the Twitter fritz that I got on my bookmark. And we need to dedicate an entire episode. Not today. Um, yeah, so far that's what we got so far. Let me see if if I got anything coming from because I know I got someone there from freaking what you call it from Instagram. Stupid. I don't know why. I don't know why I blanked out for a moment. Let me see. This is all right. So this is a statement from Pascal Rotella. His statements. I'm gonna read it verbatim. Um, you won't be hearing because I see it in the well, my fucking Instagram. I would like to address the the tragic incident that occurred last night at the Beyond Wonderland on behalf of the entire Insomnia family. We extend our heartfelt thoughts and condolences to the family, friends, and loved ones of the victims. The two loss of two lives, as well as the injuries sustained by others, is an incredible heartbreaking tragedy. Given the various accounts circulating, I would like to provide an update based on the information currently available. This was three days ago. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday. We know that the shooting took place in the furthest in the furthest campground from um, the Gorge Amphitheater, which is designated for overflow camping and located half a mile outside the perimeter of main festival grounds. It is our understanding that the incident stemmed from an isolated situation that escalated, leading the assailant to flee the area. The officer involved in the shooting then occurred to neutralize the threat. Interesting. The Gorge has been successfully hosting events for decades. The circumstances of how and why this occurred are under investigation. Many have questioned why the festival continued during the during and after the incident. We made the decision to keep the festival open at the request of law enforcement once it became evident that there was no ongoing threat to the safety of attendees. This was also done to ensure 
that the majority of attendees stay away from the campground area where the incident took place. Our staff worked in close coordination with the local authorities to secure the area while also preserving it for investigators to conduct their work in a smaller, isolated section. I want to express my gratitude to the artist staff who remain calm and ensure that the show continued. Your collective efforts greatly contribute to maintaining the safety and calmness of the attendees, the insomniac first respond team. I am grateful for your professionalism, passion, care, and courage. I cannot imagine being by the, uh, the side of any other group when it came when it comes to managing the situation as, as challenging as this one. This tragedy has been deeply affecting me as the organizer of this event. My intention has always been bring people together and celebrate our share, our share love for music and community facts. Um, I am at loss to comprehend how individuals can, uh, can commit such heinous acts. For our 30 years of our organizing events, we have brought together millions of people with any incident of this nature. Wow. Um, I hold a profound love for our community and deeply value the principles that define our culture. This incident stands in stark contrast to everything we stand for. It goes against the spirit of unity, love, and respect that we strive for us to within our community. Please take care of yourselves and continue to spread love and support one another, especially during this difficult time. Pascal Rotel. Uh, my thoughts. <sighs> My thoughts with this, um, I honestly don't, I have, I'm a loss in words, to be honest. To be honest, I'm in a loss of words. As far as I'm, I'm concerned of how long have I been attending festivals and, and, and doing festivals, there hasn't been one incident that involved a mass shooting. This is the first one. And it's a scary one for me because it hit home. Usually I've heard mass shootings from other festivals or other campaigns that has no, no correlation, no relation to EDM because the whole concept of EDM is peace is the plur shit, the peace, love, unity, and respect. This went out the window when things got escalated. So for the person who got charged and arrested because decided to escalate, I hope you rot in, in hell. Honestly. Not just jail, just hell. Because what gives you the right to take someone else's life? Not just one, two, and then injure a few because you because of your ego. All of this stands for ego. This always has been the, the main case of shootings. Like it's the same thing with gang violence, the gang shootouts, and and all these other man shootings. It's all based on pride and ego because their egos got hurt or their or they got pride out of it or got hurt or their their mental state wasn't a bad thing. I mean, they got bullied and shit, and so they just have to escalate the fit and alter it and just, like, go on a shootout. It's, I mean, I try to stay away from politics as much as possible because I feel like nobody is ready to have those conversations. Even though I'm a gun pro, I'm all about Second Amendment and gun pro, why do you need to bring a gun to a festival? Why? What's the reason for it? And this is like the part where, like, bro, like, what's crazy? This is not the only shootout incident that happened. Now, this wasn't the match, the only incident that happened during the weekend of Juneteenth. There were a couple more that I'm not gonna discuss about it, but I heard through the Breakfast Club that they reported like several more incidents that happened throughout the course of the weekend. This is a real problem with America right now, bro. The fact that now 
you can't feel like anywhere else is feel safe because you're going to run the risk of getting shot because of no pair reason. I mean, this is one of the reasons why I left Puerto Rico, my hometown. As much as I love my hometown of Puerto Rico, by the time that I left, it was in a bad shape. I mean, obviously, there's several reasons why I left, but one of the reasons is for my safety, my, the concern of my safety. The fact that I every day I hear that, that somebody died because of a gang shootout or because of, sh of a robbery going bad, got shot and shit like that. Every day I hear that there's shootouts, then somebody died. I mean, I remember one time, I remember that it was like, it's been, it's like, it's only been halfway through the year and there has been 600 people died from, from mass shooting. Um, whether it's gang violence related, gang shootout or spouse or cheating, you know, surprisingly never, or execution too, hitman. There's a lot of hitmen there. Uh, surprisingly, I've never seen one through school somebody going into school that's never been an issue but it has been an issue that somebody for a certain school goes out and the uh the opposite school don't hate don't like each other and then just you know do their thing yeah it, it's get it got to a point that i had to have eyes behind my in my back all the time i have, always have to look out it was not a good way to live by and i got used to it And then when I moved here, I thought it was like, oh, okay, it's going to get a little bit better. You know, nope. They're just following the same thing as Puerto Rico. And mind you, Puerto Rico has a very strict gun laws. But they, but again, these people getting the guns is, is through, they're getting it illegally for gangs and, and cartels and whatnot. Here, however, you're, we're giving away our guns for free, basically. There's no background check. There's no, Manager, you just carry and that's it. You grab it from your parents. Feel like that's. Uh, I honestly do not have an answer for it. I don't know if we're ever gonna have an answer, a, a better solution to find and solve these gun violent issues that we're having. Like uh, my say is, everybody should have a permit, and you should have a strict background. No, no teenager should ever buy a gun on a Walmart without just because you have an idea and no background check. It's just it's not enough. No, there should be there should be like how how Puerto Rico does is like you need to be part of a membership club for you to have to have a register. You need to have, you know, training and you need to have backgrounds and you need to use it to uh, use the bullets on the on the training facilities if you don't we revoke the license you're not you know or maybe it's like yeah you're not allowed to carry any weapons I'll, maybe that's that maybe that's it you're not allowed to carry any fucking weapons out there weapons should be in your home to protect your home for any outside danger not bring your weapons out and about maybe that's maybe that's what we should do but again that's my frustrations coming in that's me speaking out of my ass I don't have the answers. I just feel frustrated the fact that people have to die and not our local government doesn't do jack shit about it. My frustration is out of it. Um, my condolences to the families of the victims. It was a very tragic incident. I have no solution of it, honestly. I don't have the solution. And if I don't have the solution, no less the government is going to have one or any of your local authorities. Um, I will say, like, you know, Pascal how he handled his um with this situation he handled it 
greatly how it should be. I would have said, fuck the can- and fucking cancel everything. I would not keep it going because it's just like, nah, bro. Like it's it just it's it's a muddy incident. It was very risky too. You don't know if there was another shooting that was like that's gonna occur. But hey, it's their money to each their own. I'm just here with a microphone talking out of my ass about what I think about it, you know. It is what it is, guys. It's I just wanted to bring uh, bring it to you guys. My my frustrations towards it. I have no solution to it. It's just sad. That's pretty much it. It's sad. Um, let's move on to the next topic because I see that we don't have that much time. We we've we talked too much about it. Just pearly fins. Oh my god! And here I thought I wasn't gonna talk about more red pill community bullcrap, but here I am talking about just pearly fins. Just recently, if you guys don't know who just pearly thing is, it's this um white chick. That's in her mid twenties, a little bit later than that. She's not a feminist. She's all, and she's like completely backwards. She's like literally the anti-feminist movement. She is, she's the one that tells people like women shouldn't vote because if you can't go to war, you shouldn't vote. Um, women should shut up and behave. All that crap. Yeah, yeah. She's a, she's literally a grifter, honestly. Because when you hear some of the things that you hear from her, it's she's just talking out of her ass. And and I'm going to explain to that a little bit. But I got this clip, you know, from the H3, H3 podcast. Um, not big fan of their uh, of even Klein, but I got to give it to him when he actually did an excellent job on this. And, and the fact that you made even Klein a more reasonable person. That says a lot of how stupid you really are. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and, and see this a little bit. Maybe I'm going to show you guys a little bit. We're going to listen to it just a little bit and comment and comment it a little bit. Here are our thoughts so we can move on with the other great stuff that happens. Become really successful the past year or two you're friends with fresh and fit right those those guys are your dogs fresh and so frog, basically uh, and you kind of are sympathetic to their kind of views but mm-hmm. you've made a name for yourself just um on tiktok and on youtube so mm-hmm. let me just ask you generally like what kind of messages are you sharing on your platform what kind of important messages is it that you find yourself are about um i believe in family so i think that we should have policies that push family um mm. i think that feminism overall was a bad thing i think um i think women <laughs> are happier um <laughs> wow we were about to say anti-feminist Right here. Feminist. Yeah. When we have, you know, a family and kids over a career in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more like a traditional, you want people to kind of follow more, a more traditional path in terms of mm-hmm. family and gender like and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, and you just see the negative um, like outcomes of society has when like families fall apart. Right. And it's especially hard on the children. Like you see, you know, um, you know, more, you're more, the kids are more likely to go to, to prison. They're more likely to drop out of school. They're more likely um, to, you know, be in mental health institutions. So you just see like all of the problems that come with, you know, single mother home. So I just think it's important that we push policies that push family. Uh, that's a wild take and very inaccurate, to be honest, because I've no, like I've, I have friends that are the, that, that have divorced parents and they're as successful as they are right now. Like Jesus, my best friend, he, he has a successful job. He sells like, he's, he's a, he sells uh, watches. Like I'm telling you, 
thousands of dollars of watches. He has a small little business. He he's an engineer, bachelor, everything. Like he comes from a home of single mom. I mean, he has he knows his father. They're both split up basically. I, I'm I've never seen him more successful than anything. Like like the guys make he's making it. So he's talking about on she's talking about like in the worst case scenarios or the hypothetical scenarios, I guess, or or like the small little percentage of it. But that's not true necessarily too. That's on everyone. Not no, like I've and I know a lot of people who have come from broken homes and divorced parents, and they still are doing great right now. Sure, they I can see a few of them that they're like they're not that good, but for her to say like everybody like if it, it, it damaged the children and this and that, it's like. Mm. So, how do you push a policy that promotes family? Like, in what way can you force a family to stay together or encourage it uh, in a sense? Um, well, I think you, you first have to get rid of incentives that incentivize like women to leave families. So, um, like, you know, for example, child support, alimony, I'm not really a fan of those. Child support. Go for You're not in support of child support or what? You. So if a, um, if there's a divorce, let's oh, say, actually, I think we should ban divorce too. Yeah. I think that should be. Nani? Bruh. She belongs to the street. What? Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Hold on. Maybe I maybe I misheard it. So if a, so if a um if there's a divorce, let's oh, say actually, I think we should ban divorce too. Yeah, I think that should be banned. Nani? Okay, well that's a little bit silly. You have to acknowledge that, right? Yeah. No. So so emotional damage. Ban divorce? Are am I gonna hear this like how these other Christian and red pill dumbasses that we covered a couple of weeks ago? Just endure it, endure it, endure it. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Ban divorce? You serious? Lady! She belongs to the street. The fuck you talking about? You're telling me that if it on an abusive relationship, sure, I'm taking this to the stream, but I'm trying to make a point. Are you talking in a, if in an abusive relationship or in a relationship that neither one of uh, stop caring about each other, stop loving each other, and they're all just cheating. Or, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know any other scenario that I that can think of, um, you know, having a divorce, but it, you're telling me if the, if divorce is the only option to save each other or save the marriage or save the children, you're telling me that you should ban it? So you're telling every other woman out there who's in an abusive relationship, just endure it. Don't divorce it. Or men too. Men actually get mentally abused by their spouses. It does happen. Rare occasions, sure. But when people don't like each other and they start hating each other, start sniping each other, it's much more healthy if they just split up instead of you know staying together all the way to the end because they're going to be miserable. So you're telling me let's ban divorce? Coming from someone who is in her mid-20s and yeah, let's just, just ban divorce. I will. Mm, wow, she really is an idiot. Um, again, and this is coming from me. I'm in my 30s. I got experience with relationships and whatnot. Just a little bit, a little dabble, you know? Married to my, my first wife and the la first and only wife. Sure, I may say I'm not gonna, ever going to divorce, but then again, we don't have those problems. And if a problem situation that does rise in which we need to split up, 
And if we have children, we are we great to each other. Like, we shouldn't hate each other. In fact, we should support each other and we should co-parent. We should show that kid that we love them no matter what and this is not, nothing to do and that we can be together for this. Obviously, it's harder to say that because I've seen the opposite of it on other families. But nevertheless, they're not together. And again, I'm in my 30s and she's not even near her mid-20s and she's talking about how to handle a relationship. You know, this is something that I hate about the red pill community. Honestly, this butches my my shorts. They talk so much out of their asses of how to handle a relationship when they've never been in a relationship. I mean, what? I'm being serious. Like, these guys are talking about how how they're supposed to handle stuff and how a relationship supposed to go when they've never been in a relationship to begin with. And she's talking out of her ass out of she has the experience that she's been divorced before so she knows what it's like. Like, the fuck you talking about? I'm pretty sure her her families are still together. I'm pretty sure. But let's continue to listen to the, the stupidity comes out of this woman's mouth. Banning divorce means that when you decide to get married, you are, you are not allowed by the government to leave your significant other in any situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just think that if you want to leave, you just shouldn't get married. So. Nani? Bruh. Yo! Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Yeah, because that's how that's the mindset of when I'm into a relationship, I should basically get ready to leave before I get married. To make sure this is the one. Hit the button. Congratulations. You played yourself. I mean, I feel more dumber now. I don't know why did I even decide to talk about this. Great. That's just my opinion. Right, but like that's the real. Yeah, world. no, it's your dumbass opinion. It's an opinion, not an actual fact. And that should never do that. What a fucking well, idiot. Kind of and, and you know, there's there's like exceptions to this, but I would just say in general for most. Oh, now we're talking about the exceptions as to why we, sh we can divorce. Get the fuck out of here with that crap. Cases, you know, we could talk about exceptions, but like the rule. Well, the divorce, exceptions are the important part because I've heard you say that a lot when you're talking about things. You say, oh, you want to talk about exceptions, but the exceptions is the important part because those are the people that are that are going to be affected. I mean, yeah. exceptions are going to be a large part of, of uh, divorces, as you say. I mean, yeah. you're talking about like, you know, 25% maybe or more. Because if you're saying you're not allowed to get divorced, so we're talking about like, what if the relationship is physically abusive? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I think if it's physically... See, the, this is the problem though. All right. Wait, what's the problem? What? what where's the problem? There, There isn't. Yeah, it's actually a good take. If the relationship is at a physical abuse relationship, shouldn't they get split up? Whether it's a man or a female, it doesn't really matter. Normally, it normally yes, it comes from the female that they're being the 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 abuse and the and the male is the abuser. There has it's there has been small cases in which the man is the one being abused and the one is the abuser. Small cases again, it's certain sections. Sure, we want if we want to call it like that, certain sections. But if it's physical, split up. Simple as that. I don't know where's the problem, but let's hear her take. If it's one sided, <laughs> physically abusive, okay. Fine, divorce. We we can allow divorce for those exceptions, but okay. I thought you say no, bandivals are together. Gotcha, bitch. So now we're piggybacking and saying controversial things. All right, sure, the exception. Okay. Like I've even talked to people that work at like abuse centers, and they say that the majority of abuse is mutual. So it's not just one side hitting the hitting the other. It's like mutual. So surely that's just, not every well, time. I think. Thank you, Ethan. That, that's that's not every time. That's not every time. The majority of the abuse is always gonna be one sided. 
And why? Because most of the time they keep it quiet because they feel shame. They feel embarrassed to even talk about it. Or in better cases, they feel fear from the spot, from the abuser because if they talk, they fear that something worse is going to happen. So that's why they endure it, as MLD says it. Fucking retard. Sorry. And this idiot just... I feel like this person doesn't say much. She just piggybacks on other people's ideas and she just puts that. I don't think she has a personal opinion. She just, we'll talk about it at the end. Yeah, I know. It's not healthier either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think that the goal should be to keep families together and that the goal should be to work through it. I Working through it with some certain difficulties versus being abused are two different things. You know, I think most people agree with that, right? Because I think we all can look at the stats and say family... Mm-hmm. is important, right? Family is important. Nuclear families is important to like the health of, of children growing right. up in general. I think we can all say that. But when you say something like divorce should be illegal, yeah, we got to kind of suss that out because that's a pretty uh, extreme claim. For example, yeah. in 2014, yeah. family mm-hmm. violence was the cause of 25% of divorces. So I don't think it's fair to characterize that as some kind of like super fringe example of why people get divorced. Well, we also mm-hmm. have to look at there's incentive structures in place where there's a lot of false accusations in family court. <laughs> Um, like, and a lot of people don't know this, that family court is actually based off, it's not based off of evidence, it's based off a of balance of probabilities. And there are incentive programs that, get, um, like in the UK, you get a free lawyer if you accuse your husband of abuse. That is not true. Guys, do not listen to it. That is not true. It is not, I mean, if you guys want to correct me or correct her, please comment down below and find me some of the evidence or link to me to something with a credible source. I find it hard to believe that it's not going towards evidence because you know why i got family members right now that they're going they're about to go through divorce because of of certain situations that they need to have evidence to show to the court as to why this person is a piece of shit and why i should actually you know get all the support and it's and again again you're talking about the uk the laws of other countries are different for the u.s so you cannot expect that the that people in the U.S. will follow the laws and and the and the rules and regulations and the way of living of other countries and vice versa. It's ridiculous for you to think like less that. than ten percent of cases are actually like followed through with with the police. Sorry, I, I don't want to move on quite yet. I want to stick on the topic of not allowing people to divorce. So you're saying that you do want to allow people to divorce? Then you don't really believe that? No, I would say ban ban divorce. Because oh, you just said mm-hmm. you would allow an exception in the case of abuse. I said one-sided abuse exception, sure. Okay, so how do you prove the one? So then you don't believe in forced Yeah. What the fuck? You say, ban divorce. But what if, if it's one-sided abuse? Okay, then divorce. <laughs> oh, so it's only that exception? Ban fine, divorce, fine, fine. Yeah. Ban divorce except for one-sided abuse. Okay, sure. except for one-sided yes. abuse. And is there going to be a system to kind of, uh, how do you God, prove so that that uh, the woman or man? Well, I, the, I think, yeah, I think you, you, have to, you have to press charges in criminal court, not family court. So only, Wait, what? Only if your significant other is tried criminally, are you allowed to leave the relationship? Yes. Tried and found guilty criminally. Yes, yes. Otherwise, you know, just... Gotcha, bitch. You see what I mean? She's a grifter. She's a moron. She contradicts her own t- topics. You, we started with ban divorce. And before you know it, throughout the entire conversation, he's already saying, well, okay, ban divorce. But wait, hold on. If, if it's one-sided abuse, then sure, you can divorce. And, and if you know somebody gets convicted in trial and, and for criminal and they're going to jail, then sure, you should get divorced and this and that. But other than that, ban divorce. She belongs to the street. 
So what happens if the husband is gambling and gamble everyone's life savings and money and put everybody on broke and bankrupt and homeless and got evicted? Shouldn't the, the wife take the children and divorce the guy and make sure that all that shit is on him? So you want the wife and the kids to be homeless with the with the gambling addict so they can stay homeless? She should endure it. Okay. Same goes with the alcoholic. You think they should endure it? If the husband has been alcoholic, they should endure it. If the husband is on drugs, they should endure it too. If the husband is on cheating and lies, they should endure it. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe those are the only exceptions to the divorce. Everything else is nah, it's uh, everybody else just banned divorce. Funny, because that's exactly what divorce is for the, the majority of the time. Those are literally the the cases that happens on a day to day. Wolfson, how do you know this? You're talking with, uh, with your opinions. Well, let me tell you this, guys. My grandparents, I didn't met my grandfathers because guess what? Both of them die of alcoholism. They were both alcoholic alcoholics and they abused my grandmothers. My grandmother stick it through as to be the conservative one, while the other one kicked my grandpa out of the house and said, you're not coming back until you're sober. So it's only in those situations that we divorce. But other than that, yeah, endure it. Just stick out of, you know, which is fine if you don't, you know, want to be with someone forever. But I just say stay, stay out of marriage. You right, know, because when you take, marriage is supposed to be, you know, for better or for worse and sickness and in health and for richer or for poorer. It's not supposed to be, you know, when I feel like leaving. Oh, and God. the majority of divorces nowadays, it's just, you know, when the girl just feels like leaving. That's not true. I've talked to true. hundreds of women. That's on not, the show. That's just, so, that, that doesn't prove anything. And, and, and even if you look no. at, if you look at uh, when No Fault with Divorce was, <laughs> initiated in the 80 and 1970 I think it was initiated. I mean one of one of the number one reasons was financial differences and irreconcilable difference irreconcilable and yeah and reckless yeah, yeah. sorry sorry to talk so, um but so so but yeah I just think like you know for the people that don't believe in real marriage because what what is marriage if, if you can get divorced over damn near anything it's not marriage anymore it's something else. Well so, I think the reason for that historically this uh, emphasis on staying married right or even before this uh no fault divorce was uh, an option and it was more difficult for women to get divorced or men the uh abuse of power and the risk for abuse and for people to get stuck in a horrible relationship situation, not just for them, but their kids, right? I mean, obviously, have seen, having your kids watch their mother get beat up. Seriously. And, and oftentimes, it's going to bleed. Or, or the kids get watching their father get beat up. Like, it goes both ways. I, yeah, and yeah. I acknowledge that. It goes okay. both ways. So, both sure. people have a, a right to, in my opinion, get divorced because the alternative is one of the partners being stuck and, like, do you, do you potentially think a lethal majority, uh, do, you think, do you think that's a majority of cases? A majority of cases of what? Divorce? Of divorce. 25%. What? It's 25% based on statistics. No, no, that's not, no, that's not what's um, in criminal court. It's like less than, less than. Wait, what? Earlier, you were talking about statistics. And when he prints you some statistics, well, that's not the case. That, it, that's, that's not family court. That's criminal court. She belongs to the street. Bro, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. 10% um, actually followed through in criminal court. Well, regardless, so you, 10% is enough, don't you think? No, yeah. it's less than 10% of the abuse cases of the 25%. So that's like... Journal of Family Violence in 2014 found that approximately 25% of divorces in the United States involve domestic violence. Right. But again, that's because the woman says that she was because they're incentive. Okay, but, but you're just but, saying stuff. You're just saying stuff. Exactly. You don't actually know that to be true. No, exactly. I do. I do like, okay, in the UK, there's a law that you get a free lawyer. Okay, but this is not the UK. It's America. USA. 
America, fuck yeah. This is not the UK. You can't just go ahead and talk about the laws and how things should do in the UK when in America is completely different. It's two different countries, two different laws. You, if um, you how does that, where, sorry, you but know, how does that prove that women are lying about violence? Exactly. Because I'm saying that you can't, okay, you can't prove it unless they go to criminal court because criminal court is based off of evidence where, where family court is based off of a balance of probability. So that is not true. Family court requires to have uh, evidence. I'm telling you, I got family members that are right now going through divorce right now and they need to bring some evidence to show them, see, as to why my significant other was a piece of shit. And it's, they, ha they have to because if not, the, the family court will, will, will be like, well, we'll decide equal, equal instead of fairness. It's bullshit what she's I mean, talking about. They did it and didn't do it. It's not innocent until proven guilty. Right, but they're not going to jail. It's just to let this the abused. Uh, I mean, you could partner. call it jail when you have a lifetime of not seeing your children. When the you whole could, like, but it's community, not. but it's not. I mean, you, you could. It's, I mean, it's have you spoken to these men? It's like literally their whole community thinks they're an abuser. Now they, they get to see their kids maybe three days a month if they're lucky. But if if he is an abuser, then yeah, he deserves to be known as the abuser and deserves not to be reached out by the kids because of his abusive things. And obviously, there's there's probably situations in which. The man was kind of cheated and he was never being abused and the woman is the one being the abuser. But that happens too. Like it goes both ways. Um, a lot of sure, them are yeah, uh, sure, a lot of, of course. Them on, yeah, right. there's, there's bad outcomes for sure. Yeah. But on the like, whole, a, lot of, a lot of men, a lot of men zero themselves out during this. They what? Oh, um, like a lot of men commit suicide. Oh, during. Like, yeah. Oh, that's horrible. You know, but, it's horrible. It's like absolutely terrible. Like I interview these men that are going through this. Um, yeah, I'm sure that's I, happened. But at the same time, you're saying women are lying about violence and I haven't seen you be no, able okay, to prove exactly. that. That you can't prove it unless you go to criminal court because family right, court is based off of evidence. Right, but they're not going to jail. Not, it's just about the welfare of the kids. And, exactly. You know, if you're, if you're you. falsely accusing someone of abuse, um, I'm saying I'm saying there's no you can't. They only prove it in less than ten percent of cases. Okay. In criminal so, court because criminal court is based off of evidence. Family court is not. No. Family court. Any fucking court. If you bring a lawyer, you bring documents to the court. You present it to the judge. Any court, it doesn't matter. There needs to be some basis, some evidence behind your accusations or legalities as to why you're doing this. Oh my gosh, she's talking so out her Let's just say ass. less than 10%. I'll just give you the benefit of the doubt on that. Still seems like enough to give people the option to leave. And this idea that women just leave whenever they want seems a little bit infantile since because people change, right? Especially when people get married young, which does happen. Right. People change, people uh, go happen. through shit. People grow apart. A lot, of the men, a lot of the men who end up being abusive you hear are, were one way before they got married and one way after you get married. So I don't think it's fair to say uh, you're just leaving whenever you want or or you should just have to stay in this yeah, forever. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you prefer people get married than never get married? Like, I feel like you would be disturbed if like only, you know, 5% of couples ever got married. I'd rather people got married and stayed married. Right, but that wasn't one of the options. That's I not actually don't see a point in getting married with the way that marriage is today, to be honest. Yeah, because again, like, what is it? The average marriage is like eight years. So the average marriage is, is eight years and you're done. That's not marriage. Leaving a marriage due what? to domestic violence and not pursuing criminal charges. If so, mm -hmm. let's say that a woman's in a marriage mm -hmm. and they have a no, no fault marriage mm -hmm. uh, divorce. So let's say she doesn't want to charge her husband. She just wants to leave amicably, okay? But in your situation, she's forced to charge him legally to have a police investigation charge him for domestic violence. Wouldn't that be more d damaging to his reputation? Not if he beat the case, because again, it's based off of evidence. But I mean, I think that, why would you want an abusive guy walking free? If he's actually abusive, he should go to jail. Gotcha, bitch. Jesus Christ, I am not hearing my God, the stupidity that comes out of her mouth. What the fuck? Um, shouldn't, right. shouldn't we agree on that?
Right. But it's just not that simple again. Cause like this is, it's just not that simple abuse cases because you know, and it's not that simple to, to convict people. I just, I just don't think that men should be punished without evidence. And I think in family court, it's not based on, but there, people don't get punished because of, I didn't do anything. No, they get punished because if there's certain, is there circumstantial, uh, I mean, is there evidence that actually leads to it? Like chances are that you did do it. That's how you get punished. Not because like there's no evidence. Like no, people get charged for it because there's certain evidence that leads up to it. Nobody goes to fucking uh, court of being accused because you didn't do anything. Oh, but Andrew, it's like you're, yeah, you're gonna argue me with the Andrew Tate shit. He's going, he's going to jail. By the way, we're gonna talk about that very quickly with after this off of evidence it's based on a balance of probabilities oh, and so you have a case where men only like they're stuck seeing their kid like three <laughs> days a month when again it's not again she's talking about out of her ass without even knowing some of these facts and she's not even a lawyer she doesn't know what goes with in court yet she's making a documentary about that not based off of evidence like you know i've interviewed guys where literally the the wife um and, I, and i've seen the court documents though it's coming out in my documentary that's coming out in the fall the wife the documentary that's going to flop um, was plotting to try to get the guy to hit her. Right. I'm sure that happens, but and, you know, that, and, that's, and, that, and that, the that, wife still got custody. Right. Mm -hmm. But that, that, that's not a representative case. Again, I mean, for example, mm -hmm. you ask why um, a mom wouldn't want to try a parent. It's more nuanced, right? I mean, you need a more, you need a more uh, developed take on that because it's very traumatic mm -hmm. for the kids and the family to put their father through a violence mm -hmm. case. And especially when the kids are probably going to have to ask to testify to talk to the police. I mean, I, I totally understand why mother or father wouldn't want to put their family through that. What don't you? I mean, I can understand it. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And I mean, according to national statistics on domestic violence, okay, there's 10 million men and women each year that are the victim of physical mm -hmm. abuse. Mm -hmm. But in your world, I have a feeling that a lot of these people would be trapped in these marriages. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I, I said in one-sided abuse, they could leave. Yes. Okay. So, no. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you I, do think, I do think in order to get custody of your kids, if you're going to accuse the other side of abuse, you should have to prove it. Do you think, what, what do you think is more harmful to kids? Uh, divorce or physical abuse? <sighs> Physical abuse. Okay. You passed that one. Mm-hmm. But you had to think about it for a second. But anyway, let's move on from this. No, I, just, I just thought it was kind of a silly question. That was all. But. Okay. That's refreshing. <sighs> all right. So what are my quick thoughts of this? Uh, there's more to it. I'm not going to talk about more because it's just more shit that's coming out of her goddamn mouth, which is just stupid. Um, my thoughts in all this. Huh? <laughs> I think I felt more dumber on listening to her than anything else. Honestly, my thoughts is, uh, I guess, in the word, in the words of Just Barely Fins, don't divorce, just endure it. With the exception that if it's been abusive or there's like, gambling addictions and other stuff, then yeah, then, then you can go ahead and, and, and then divorce. But man, divorce. She's a grifter. Um, I've been saying this for quite some time. She's a, she's a known grifter. She doesn't talk out of, out of her first opinion, she talks from other people's opinions and she just echoes it, basically. That's what she does. And I feel like the reason why she's like this, it's because um, I'm pretty sure in her own community, nobody likes her. Nobody likes her and everybody despises her that much that she had to piggyback on other communities until she finds the one that she feels like, all right, we can upset you. And then she decided to stay with it, which is the repeal community. And that's why she's saying all these dumb, wild takes about women, even though has no experience. It's not been on, on more than a year on a, a relationship. And 
She's in her mid-20s, so she doesn't know much about relationships. In fact, and she had a wealthy life, so she's a spoiled bride. So what the fuck does she know about divorce and one? Oh, because I talked to people and this is what they're telling me. It's like, okay, they're telling you stuff. Doesn't mean that you, you're the expert of the divorce. That Unless you're a divorce lawyer, you are meant nothing. And that is documentary that you're making about, it's going to mean nothing. Jack shit. That's what she is. I feel like that's my theory about her. She's just like, I don't know. Like, it's it's just wild for me to hear these certain things from uh, from people like her, you know? Yeah, she's just an idiot, man. There's more to it, but I don't want to talk about it more. If you want me to cover more about her and her stupidity, please let me know in the comments up below. Let's just move on. We're, we're, we're going to wrap this up very quickly. We're a little bit over, but that's okay. Um. Good news. Andrew Tate has been charged with rape and human trafficking in Romania. Let's go. <laughs> so all this all his interviews and whatnot saying about the Matrix, uh, they got nothing, they got nothing, it's not gonna happen, you know, this and that. And all the times that he's talking about like, you know, scamming and and, and trafficking and all this stuff, that he's like, blah, blah, blah. And it's not gonna happen, this and that. Well, the jury decided to indict him. In this article, we read that, you know, he's he's been charged in Romania with rape, human trafficking, and forming a criminal gang to exploit women. And they filed the charges with bro his brother, too, and two Romanian women in the court because they were part of it in the nation's anti-organized crime agency. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole goddamn article, but now he's getting charged. And for those who are saying and for those for those of you morons that are saying like how they're getting charged they got no evidence in any government any government doesn't matter which one in any government if there been a long investigation towards you and they find certain compelling things that has enough evidence to charge you for the certain crimes they're gonna they're gonna have it they're gonna present it in court, and then let the jury decide what happens afterwards. Nobody's going to go to jail because they're being charged. This whole notion that, that Tate and the rest of the uh, Red Pill committee says that they that he's going to jail for no reason because the government decides to go. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. If you're going to go to jail, it's because chances are that uh, the things that you've been accused, you might actually did it. And you're going to pay for the repercussions of it. And I'm happy that they're getting charged, both him and his brother and the two other women that were part of it. And if the government just sees that, yeah, we, we have enough evidence and we got everything lined up to charge you and put you in jail, that means they got a, a solid case for them because they're not just going to go ahead and charge you ch with, for having a small case or, or for you to walk out. No, that means they have sufficient enough evidence to convict you. So for all those you morons out there that's saying like they have no evidence, like no, bro, they they definitely have evidence. If they if they're gonna proceed with this, it's because they got enough evidence to convict them. Now, will it go through? That remains to be seen on the charges, you know, on the trial. Let's see how it goes. Let's play out. We'll give you updates of it. Um, let's end this with these nice notes that we got here, or semi nice, I guess. Um, movies and TV shows. One Piece trailer. Uh, holy shit. And Netflix, I don't know what's going on with Netflix. I saw the trailer. I'm not going to post it. I'm not going to talk much about it. But 
fuck me, it's shit. I feel like this is gonna be another bomb. If you couldn't, and and oh my god, it was just somebody that they tried. I feel like they try very hard. I don't know. I just don't like it at all. It it looks like it's gonna bomb. You can see the trailer if you guys want to, like the One Piece. I know fans are. It's just it's an anime show that's kind of hard for you to make a live adaptation, especially with certain characters. Like, how are you gonna do that? This ain't Pirates of the Caribbean type shit. Are you, is is everything gonna be all CGI and shit? You know, it's horrible. I and I hear the first gum gum pistol. I was like, my god, you a bitch. <laughs> you sound like a bitch. Anyways, um. Yeah, guys, go check that out. Um, Avatar: The Last Airbender trailer came out as well. Um, it was more of a teaser; didn't show much about it. Um, my expectations are low with that one, so you know we'll see how it goes. Flash, the Flash movie. So I want to talk about it very quickly before we wrap it up. We saw the movie, The Flash. Um, surprisingly, it was pretty good. Again, another movie that I felt like it was good. I don't know why everybody on um, the bot, they say like, oh, there's a lot of mixed reviews. I don't know why. It, they handled the execution of the Flash movie despite of the countless delays. Pretty good. My prestations were pretty low. And when I saw the movie, I was like, wow, and amazed about it. Actually, I couldn't complain. I couldn't enjoy it much of it because I had hecklers behind me. Talking, talking through all the entirety of the movie and talking about who is this and what's that. You can tell that they're not fans. They're not DC fans of the show, of the of the of the series because if not, they would have shut the fuck up. But they were just like talking and it was over it. I couldn't enjoy it much of it, but for the much I enjoy it, the much I saw, I enjoy it pretty well. Like I will give it a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. It's not bad at all. Um. Pushing it to eight, maybe, but it's not bad. It's not bad as how as how many uh, critics are calling it like a bomb in this and how horrible. It's like no, no, it's actually pretty good. The story was pretty good. It was like you know, and it definitely fits the timeline, the DCU timeline now. Now there's gonna be a whole new timeline. So no spoilers. I'm not gonna tell you guys. Um, last thing, Final Fantasy 16 is released tomorrow, Friday. I'm getting a copy of it pretty soon. I think I'm getting my copy to today, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, so far, it's I've heard nothing but good reveals, which is actually pretty good for the next installment of Final Fantasy. I downloaded the demo. I play a little bit. I was amazed. The gameplay, the transformation, all that stuff looks fantastic, and I cannot wait to play it. It's going to be one of those games that I had to dedicate my time to play because I barely have any time, but... It looks good. It looks good. So we're gonna wrap this up, guys. Uh it's been a it's been a roller coaster episode. Sorry about that, guys. I took a little while uh, longer than usual, but we're ending this right here. So, guys, thank you guys for tuning in. And remember, every week is a brand new episode, or a brand new topic. So always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Wolfpack Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, and of course the YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash. Uh, the Lone Wolf Podcast or at Lone Wolf Pod when you can check all my latest episodes of the Lone Wolf Podcast and the Wolf Pack Podcast under that one same umbrella. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you want me to cover, um, please let me know in the co uh, comments down below. I'm going to do my best to cover on the next episode. So guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys in the next one. All right? Peace.
Me away. 